AdamRift.com. And I am Adam at Zombieologist on Twitter. And this podcast, our first of 2016, will be a grab bag. So, shorts. So it's been uh, it's been cold this winter in California. Colder than the East Coast. And I was walking into a Whole Foods and I encountered a white dude walking out in a t-shirt and shorts followed by another white dude walking out in shorts and I thought of something my friend Drew who lives in Philadelphia said about how during winter as soon as the weather is decent, white dudes will bust out shorts. I've seen this firsthand in New York City. You know, I'm wearing a, a winter coat and gloves standing on a subway platform. I look over and there's a white dude. He's got like a, 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 a down jacket on and shorts. and shorts. And as a white dude who lives in a cold state i have to ask <laughs> what's up with the shorts well it's not something i partake in i don't wear shorts once it hits winter time i mean montana gets really cold i've adapted i'm a cold weather guy do, do you ever see white dudes in shorts when it's cold out yeah you do i would <laughs> say but see because you you consider like I mean, what's cold to you? What's 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 what do you consider temperature wise? What's like cold to you? Well, in in California, it was high thirties, uh, low forties. Okay. But in New York City, it was probably thirty degrees. Sure. I mean, that's and that was that's what I would consider. That's pretty cold. Yeah. I mean, it's way too cold to be wearing shorts. That's for sure. I I, I wonder if white dudes just feel like. Some machismo they need like, to like like pat legs are, are are too constricting or i mean i, I can understand if you, if you if you're like a rancher and you're you're bundled up and you just want to like not have to put on all, <laughs> all these clothes for one day i'm not the sure. sun's out you can get away with shorts i'm not sure that even justifies it at all either i would say that I've never figured out a reason for anybody to, to be wearing shorts when it's super cold. I see it, not often, but we're we're way colder than that, and I think you'd have to be pretty dumb. But as soon as it hits like 35, 40s, people do it here. And so Drew says, sunny and highs in the 50s, 90% chance of white guys in shorts. Are they wearing sandals too? They they might, in California, yes. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a pet peeve of mine in general. I don't think dudes should be wearing sandals, period. Unless you're at the beach or in the shower. A gross shower. A dormitory shower. No sandals. Put your gross feet away. You know, I wear socks and sandals. Well, you're you're one of a kind. 
Okay. Same old love. Have you heard this Selena Gomez song? Uh, is that like the new? Is that her newest one? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen the video. I cannot stand this song, and it's in heavy rotation on the radio. And I'm sure Twitter has already cracked all the "I'm so sick of this same old love song." Yeah. Comments. I was thinking, we're recording this. <laughs> Maybe the militia in Oregon are still inside that wildlife refuge building. I think I know where you're going with this. Yes. If they just blasted this Selena Gomez song on a loop, this thing would be over in an hour. No Maybe time. less. Yeah. They, they, got, they got to add this song to our torture playlist at Guantanamo. It's so annoying. On that note, do you know what other songs are on that at all? Wasn't there? Uh, there was a there was a list. I I I, uh, I posted it a while back. Uh, I, I I can't remember off the top of my head. I feel like Pig Destroyer was on that at some point. It should be that Andy Grammer song, "Honey, I'm Good." It should be "Shut Up and Dance." <laughs> it should be this same old love song. That song by uh, Rob Schneider's daughter. Those are yeah. I think these bad just like middling it, it basically, pop songs. Basically, the torture the, the torture playlist is. The the next uh, n- now that's what you call music. Sure, CD. it's already com- it's already compiled for them. Just yeah, hit play and let those patriots uh, dwindle away. Next, vampire selfies. I was just thinking about this while running today. Just you know, an idea for a stupid post. Just pictures of like landscapes with. No one in the photo because you can't see vampires in photos. Sure. So, yeah. I I had seen a, it must have been a Twitter post about how front-facing cameras must have been a a boon for uh, vampires being able to, like, check their hair and stuff because it's not a mirror. So do they show up in video? That's a good good question because, like, they wouldn't show up if they recorded themselves. Sure. But the camera gives you the live feed. Exactly. So they see themselves in their front-facing camera, you know, like check their hair. It's like a live mirror because girls do that or, you know, whatever. You check, turn on your front camera and you can check. It's like a live feed. But then do you not – you don't show up in recorded footage. But anyways. Finally, gift cards. So when I go to Safeway or any supermarket – I hate looking at the tall display of of gift cards. It's just like a giant tower of gift cards, just like squares of I it's not cardboard, it's a paper with like a Bar- plastic card yeah. stuck to them. And I look at it and I just think this is just this is just garbage on display. This is just gonna all end up in in a landfill. And I know there are apps for it, but I'm surprised that we still haven't found a good way to completely digitize gift cards. Why are we still like wasting plastic and paper, you know, creating physical cards to to give people? Well, I think one thing might be old people. They probably aren't going to understand how to digitally give somebody, their grandson, a gift card to Best Buy. 
Got to make, e- make it easy. So I would say that'd probably be about the only reason it needs to exist is because they'll never be able to figure out the alternate systems they, that exist out there for it. And also, I don't understand gift cards. Why wouldn't you just give money? You know, people say like, oh, gift cards are more thoughtful. But I think it's more thoughtful to give money because you're not... You're not limiting of, their decision on where yeah, they use it. Yeah, you're not limiting the recipient's um, uh, limiting how, how they can spend the, the money, right? Sure. I actually tried to use two gift cards I had sitting around yesterday buying something, and neither of them worked. One of them that I was able to log in, and it shows me I have money on it. It just straight up doesn't even work. And the other one I never got used, and it just doesn't even show up anywhere. So it's just a bunch of money that can't even use. And similarly, I was... I was driving yesterday and I heard an ad on the radio for it's an Avon like walk to end breast cancer. It's I think it was 39. We're going to walk 39 miles in two days to raise money for breast cancer. And I thought, wouldn't it just be easier for me to give you money instead of walking 39 miles in two days? Like why do Americans have to turn philanthropy into a social event? You know, why don't I just give you money? Forget this AIDS walk. I'll just give you AIDS PayPal. Well, yeah, because you're either going to do it or you're not. So if you were considering participating in a walk, then you would just, the money's going towards it anyways. So just give it to them. So. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, why do you need to walk for me to give you money why don't I just give you money you don't have to walk and you still get the money right to be seen I don't know just to be seen doing something good I never participated in anything like this so I can't really say the mo- I can't I don't know the motivation exactly it's like you know walkathons where you're supposed to find sponsors this is about going back to elementary school so sponsors and they give you a quarter for every mile you walk why don't I just give you a hundred bucks and you can you can get the fuck out of my face right <laughs> I think it might this might go back to just our lack of empathy and uh <laughs> I, I just I don't I just don't understand like everyone loves money just give just, them money just give them money and then everybody will be happy yeah, I get it. I'm on the same. I'm riding that same boat. That's yeah. All right, go, going back to gift cards, I saw this a brief history of Starbucks's limited edition gift cards. I didn't know that Starbucks produced premium gift cards y- yeah, for the holidays. I, I was looking at this and it was somewhat fascinating. I had never heard about this. So it, it dates back to December 2012. They issued a metal Starbucks card, and the following year, it was rose gold medal, mm-hmm. and this year it was a silver Swarovski crystal encrusted stainless steel keychain gift card, and it came in three colors: three crystal encrusted stainless steel keychain gift cards, a silver one, a champagne colored one, and a blue, deep blue one, and there were. $200 for a $50 gift card. Yeah, it was loaded. It was loaded with $50. It was yeah, the gift card cost $200 and came loaded with 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people who 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 can't go a day without stopping at Starbucks. <laughs> but but again, like 
why not just give your friend 200 bucks instead of spending it on on the the stupid crystal keychain gift card yeah i guess that's a gift that would be lost on me if i ever got something you know i gotta you know get a best buy gift card that's encrusted in in crystals and and, 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 it's absolutely idiotic and I'm beginning to suspect these Swarovski. I can't say that ten times fast. These Swarovski crystals aren't very valuable. If they're putting them on keychains, and I saw them on on Uggs in like Star Wars designs, yeah, I they must just be like junk crystals. If if they're you know, I think they're just like glass. Just glass. <laughs> it's glass that's been polished a certain way and cut a certain way. I'm sure it's all like recycled materials, and they're just making you know, money hand over foot on those because apparently there's a value that's been associated with them. And I don't know what that is other than just sprinkling them on random, random objects. Clearly there's some name cachet to them. Yeah. So recording this a few days before CS 2016 begins, it's the consumer electronics show in Las Vegas as the one of us who has attended a CS they're completely overrated. It's just a lot of it's a lot of junk on display. And this year I expect a lot of virtual reality. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be the year of virtual reality, right? The that Oculus thing is launching. Yeah, te- yeah, the technology is like beyond the first generation of shitty stuff that was kind of popping around last year and is should be there like usable and viable to some degree. So I I have a friend who is obsessed with virtual reality. He was, you know, following it years ago and he moved out to California to work at a startup. He's he's deep in this virtual reality world and I I, I see his enthusiasm and I just think I don't see virtual virtual reality being more than a novelty, right? Like you put on the virtual reality, is it a helmet? And you have a horror experience, yeah. like an entertainment novelty. Because they say, oh, you can practice surgery in virtual reality or you can practice – being a soldier in virtual reality, but you could also do that in in real life with a cadaver, or, yeah, or in a you know a fake village, and so it's kind of trying to solve problems that don't really exist. Yeah, I I, I, just, I just don't see this the use case. I just it, don't see this being mainstream. Well, to, to me, it's always parallel. Like, like, well, at least when it comes to like entertainment, like three D. Yeah, you push so hard for that, you got to buy all this new shit to actually experience it or you pay more for a ticket you get a headache yeah it seems like the same thing i mean i have zero interest in it i can't imagine but, being excited to to go go out and buy this dorky ass helmet you gotta wear and, but it's being pushed hard like multiple companies are producing virtual reality sure i think that it says something for the tech industry at the moment when the lack of new and exciting things I think it's just something to latch onto a little bit. I mean, it serves its per. I'm sure it'll serve a purpose. Gaming obviously makes the most sense to me. That'd be the only thing I'd ever attempt to enjoy. And 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 to, to that end, like, 
gaming is always trying to to evolve and, and meanwhile people are still producing games in like 8-bit and they're they're perfectly fun games right like the, so, the the evolution to be fun doesn't necessarily depend on some sort of crazy technology i mean you can just yeah you know there's there's games being currently developed that look like old games and people really yeah. like that retro feel and they're obviously not pushing you know 3d technology and carrying a a fake gun in a virtual world. Yeah, I, I kind of have a funny feeling it's gonna it's gonna fall real flat because who's gonna buy all this shit just to experience some of these things? I think what's being underplayed is how stupid you look <laughs> oh. with the vir- virtual reality equipment on. I've seen some pretty hilarious Samsung ads pop up with their little VR headset, and it looks community did a idiotic. did an episode. Oh yeah, that uh, one's good. This past season. About and you know they would show the dean in virtual reality doing all this stuff, and then they would cut to him in reality, and he just looks stupid, right? Well, yeah, he was like going to get a virtual folder. He was like file browsing and doing stuff like that. He was like doing all things you would do with a couple of mouse clicks, but he was in a shitty lawnmower man virtual universe. Mm, and think I about and I've never been able to separate virtual reality without thinking of shit like lawnmower man. That's what it is to me. <laughs> Think about the inevitable masturbatory uses of virtual reality. Oh, yeah. And how, I mean, you think you look stupid with the helmet on. You know, you add in like a, a fleshlight. Those, pe- people, those pictures are just going to become memes on the internet. People, people getting caught in vir- <laughs> masturbating in virtual reality. In a virtual, a porn, virtual porn world. And I, I, I suppose that's a selling point. Like, oh, you know, virtual reality porn, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can afford all this virtual reality equipment, you could probably also afford to get a hooker. And ex- okay, yeah. There's a cost There's a cost weighing into that. Yeah. Speaking of uh, trade shows, I was thinking about auto shows where consumer electronics – unite in vegas for this one show or most companies every city seems to have its own auto show and according to wikipedia it says auto shows i've never been to one auto shows are attended by automotive industry representatives dealers auto journalists and car enthusiasts and i wonder why the auto industry doesn't just do one big show why does why are there so many auto shows? Consol you just consolidate it all into one thing. If, if you're attracting like representatives and dealers and journalists, just have them all fly in for one show, right? It's the, the same people. You're there to show off your goods. You're there to cut deals, and you can all. That's what this is. What happens at CES? And why don't you just you know do it at one? Just one giant auto show. Cause, yeah, because CES has turned into basically car technology show for the most part because it's flashy to show off a car technology. Right, but even then, there's still every city has an auto show. Yeah, like there, I think there are three in the San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, and there's you know, there's a very large one in Detroit, which I've actually attended when I lived and, there. Like, and I, I, I wonder if you're gonna put on an auto show in every city why not do the the apple thing and 
show off your stuff inside dealerships. That way also drawing people into the dealership where you can maybe hook them. Like present it. Present it like yeah, Steve Jobs why, would be showing yeah, off why, a why, new iPad. Instead of like participating in a local auto show, why not just take it in house and have your and show off your stuff in your local dealerships? Oh, like in each in each city, like yeah, our Toyota yeah. dealership. So, so instead of like Detroit Auto Show, yeah, Ford just says, okay, we're gonna show off our stuff that we would have shown at the Detroit Auto Show inside dealerships in Detroit. Yeah, so go to them. So and come, look at come it. to this dealership and see our stuff instead of going to the auto show. Go and hook them right there. Can't wait for that car. I don't know. The auto industry is kind of lame. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have much to say on that, I guess. Eyebrow raise. <laughs> so have you seen the trailer for Fuller House? Yes, the, the door entrance one. I, I've actually not seen it. Oh, you haven't. Oh, you okay. House. Yeah, because they don't actually show anyone. It's like an audio thing kind of waiting at a door being to be opened. It's so, the gist of the trailer. Fuller House is kind of the Force Awakens for Full House. I read the synopsis and DJ and Kimmy and Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. They move in together to raise DJ's three boys. Who who is the audience for this show? Like Full House was not that good. I don't know who was clamoring for a legacy call to Full House. I feel like we we remember Full House fondly because we only had like five channels back then and it was it was one of the shows to watch. It's a prime example of nostalgia getting in the way of the actual level of decency some of these these titles have because it's not it's not good TV. I don't know yeah, why. I, it's I feel n- like I feel like Full House is gonna it's gonna it's gonna bomb like the 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 nine hundred two one zero sort of <laughs> segue show. Although that one ran a couple seasons. Yeah, it did. Well, do you not do you not think it being a Netflix release? I think people just watch anything that they put out. That's true, but I mean, Full House was, it wasn't funny. What what was the appeal of Full House? It was life. It was, it was ham-fisted life lessons that presented yeah, in after-school special ways. As soon as Family Matters, Family Matters followed Full House, and it was, it was it was actually funny. And Full House was just it was just there. It was it was it was middling family television. That warrants no no return. And I I I I think it will do well. I have a funny feeling it's gonna do way better than it should. And I, I, I was looking at the cast, and the two boys who played uh, Jet, uh, John Stamos's yeah, because he because he had a set of twins in the show as well. Because they, everybody they're returning for. They're returning for this show. The actual kids? The actual kids. They haven't worked in Hollywood oh. since Full House. And I, I for some reason, they brought them I just they assumed them they casted some older oh. older <laughs> set of twins. It's actually them? It's actually them. Holy shit. So they're sparing no detail for this, this, this reboot. Can we expect to see everybody? I guess I haven't seen any verification of that. It's, it's everybody but the Olsen twins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean, no, none of these people are 
are high profile other than I mean, maybe John well, I, Stamos. I guess, like, I guess the best case scenario is Degrassi, the next generation, right? But even then, they they abandoned the old cast members as as soon as they could. It, it seems to be a trend where you use the old cast members yeah, as to, a segue, yeah, and then and you then dump tweet them. them out, yeah. So you won't be watching this. I, I haven't even seen Making a Murder, so I probably won't be watching this. All right. Well, I'll watch it for us and uh, clue you in. I'll I'll try and I'll try and gauge what the audience who it is, because I mean. It, Technically, if you're going by the demographic that you're pulling from when it originally aired, it would be the age of us, right? I mean, that would be it'd be our age group they're 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 pulling for now. Yes, yes. Because or, who's who's or younger that's like, just going to dive right into that full force and really enjoy it? Especially when a full season of Degrassi is also on Netflix, right? Degrassi new class yeah and among other things that are returning mad tv produced a 20th anniversary reunion special set to air on the cw on january 12th so it's half of snl half the years even though mad tv only ran 14 seasons and (laughs) snl gets Three hours, Matt TV gets one hour on the CW. Did you ever watch Matt TV? I did. It was mostly I, early. It was early seasons. Yeah, I, I was really excited for it to debut because I was a big fan of Mad Magazine. And, you know, when it premiered, they had Spy versus Spy shorts and Don Martin shorts, which they quickly dumped. And that was disappointing. Like, I, I really wanted it to be more like the magazine and with more sort of show parodies. And they just opted to be sort of like a sketch comedy show. Well, in the earlier seasons, from what I remember, I remember some stuff well and liked. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember the premiere. They did the Forrest Gump Pulp Fiction oh, yeah. mashup. And that was odd because Phil Lamar is in, in Pulp Fiction. He's in the movie. And yeah. he played the same character in the parody of Pulp Fiction. But yeah, like, Mad TV is weird because Fox even pulled Mad TV off the air for a bit and replaced it with another Saturday Night Live competitor, The Roseanne Show. And then that one didn't last. So, so Mad TV returned. And it, it ran surprisingly long. I'm looking at the list of Mad TV cast members. Who do you think is like the most successful one? What's funny is the later, the, the later season people seem to be some of the ones who blew up the most, you know, yeah, so Ike, you got Ike, Ike Bernholtz and Ike Bernholtz, the next big King. thing. Yeah. So they say Alex Borstein, who has that family guy money. Yeah. Matt Bronger. I hear his name all the time within this podcast comedy community, but I, I couldn't, I can't, put, I couldn't spot him in a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't put a face to him. Frank Caliendo, not Joe Rogan's brother, Brian Callen. Andrew Daly of Review. Yeah. But Simon he, Helberg. He's probably the biggest guy because he's on the Big Bang Theory. Well, he's at least probably monetarily the biggest one. Yeah. I well, went, I, and he did Mad TV and then he, he went on. He was on. He was a cast member on the show on Studio 60. He was on Studio 60? Yeah. He, he was one of the actors on the sketch show. God, I don't. Studio 60. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recall that. I watched Studio 60, but I never recognized him from it. Huh. Orlando Jones. I mean, he's all, been working. 
yeah a good key and peel probably key and peel probably the biggest sure but i mean a good majority of these people still do things or Taron kill is on both snl and Mad tv yeah he's got to be about is he the only one yeah he's the only one who did both yeah i mean a good portion of these people still work a lot of people do like voice acting too yeah, like, looking at I was, this I, list, these I, are... I went through the list. Yeah, Mad TV cast a lot of voice actors, like Phil Lamar, David Herman. They get a lot of work doing voice stuff. Well, Alex, obviously Alex Borstein. I, yeah, <laughs> she's living well because of a completely different show, thanks to Family Guy. And also returning after years and years, supposedly is Guns and Roses. The rumor is that they will headline one night at Coachella this year. Although <laughs> Axel tweeted, I think it was New Year's Eve, that the only thing confirmed is his love of Taco Bell and then added some emojis to his tweet. Do you think that's in, uh, is he is he cheekily referencing his own large size? Probably. So not all the members are confirmed for this guns and roses reunion but it is you know axel and slash so it's not when you i remember you freaking out when buckethead performed with guns and roses at the what is it 2003 mtv video music Awards. yeah where they pulled them out right at the end so this is actually most of the original members and <laughs> my first thought is as no one's seen Guns N' Roses performed lately. Axel sounds terrible. Oh, Who it's, is <laughs> it's not good. I mean, the, yeah. if there's any member you don't actually want back, if you want to hear something good, Axel's the one you want to not to yeah, return. Like, why is this a draw? And also, did Coachella not learn from Outkast, who reunited like in a much shorter time span than than Guns N' Roses, in that most of the people who attend Coachella nowadays probably weren't alive the last time Guns N' Roses was relevant. And so I just, I just, I just wonder how this will go over. What's I mean, it's, it's, good. It's, a, it's a coup for Coachella, but at the same time, I don't know. I think this, I think this is a disaster. It sucks that if, say, so say the four originals actually get back together. Supposedly Izzy isn't involved, but say they do actually have the four or four and a half, depending on who else you kind of consider, four or five. But um, what's the draw to anybody that goes to Coachella? They're all born post any of this. Right. So what is their connection yeah. to any of this other than it just being GNR and it's going to be a poor oh, I mean, I mean, It's so, not even going to be good. I think the only way this is good is if you do a hologram Axel, right? Or or you get Chris Cornell. Oh, God. Don't no. okay, Chris Cornell would be... I'd prefer to see Axel over Chris Cornell, but that's personal preference, I guess. So so we'll see. So LCD sound system got it right. You know, We'll reunite five years after we break up. Guns N' Roses, you waited too long. It, it, I, I feel like this this reunion will work, just not at Coachella. It's got to be somewhere where old people are. Old people go right, like a county fair maybe. Well, I, I guess a cruise it may... right, like a Guns N' Roses cruise. <sighs> just re relegate everybody to a fucking cruise, or, or even like Bonnaroo. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the demo is for that 
that festival either. Okay, so I was thinking about The Force Awakens. And I was thinking about how you never see Finn eat or use a washroom during the film, right? He doesn't, he doesn't pee, he doesn't poop, he doesn't eat. And I, I thought it, it might be interesting maybe as a, one of the spinoff films or just like an art exhibit, just, you know, illustrations of characters, Star Wars characters doing mundane things. Like, like what you don't see, the things you don't see. Yeah, happening. like what if there was a what what if what if there's a version of the Force Awakens is just you know Chewbacca pooping, you know Kylo Ren making a pot of coffee, Leia smoking a cigarette. I mean, this goes for lots of movies where, especially sci-fi and action films, that are. This is what this is one of the the recurring comments about 24 how, how when is when is jack use use a washroom when does jack eat right you never see him doing that he does change shirts you see yeah they, and he's got outfit changes into that into the show and i think adding making it star wars characters it's, it's a little more interesting like is there tv in this star wars universe do, do, do people just sit around watching tv well it doesn't it seems like everybody nobody relaxes yeah so just a version of star wars is just these characters at home just chilling it's the in-between stuff yeah so i mean you do say ray eat a little bit sure albeit like <laughs> next to uh what do you call those ATATs? yeah but i mean yeah finn kylo ren phasma what if what if Phasma needs to microwave something like a hot pocket? <laughs> Everybody's on a high. They're all high strung and nobody's pooping. They're all taking yeah. caffeine pills. The force unseen. I was thinking about this and I feel like it's been done before. But maybe I'm just thinking about this film, A Day Without a Mexican, where one day all the Mexican people in the world disappear. And along those lines, what if one day all the guns in the world just disappeared? And what would happen? You know, you could you could follow there's a bevy of stories you could pull out of that scenario. Clearly, you know, the cops now don't have guns, but neither do the robbers. Well, you have uh, political ramifications and social Yeah, and then you have like doomsday preppers freaking out. It's just like what and then people have to like realize that no one has guns right so it happens and the first thing you think of is someone stole my guns yeah and then where did they go guns. they just disappeared so where yeah. where did they go where did my guns go yeah right? and then slowly you realize like oh hey somebody else doesn't have guns there's no there's no no one else has them maybe that could be one of the the 12 black mirror episodes they're producing for netflix less good is this idea I had um, about people who travel back in time to rewrite the Bible? And I, I, the I already like this one a lot. That sounds pretty good. the The issue I have with this one is they'd have to find the first Bible <laughs> when it's being written, and no one has any idea when that happened. And then they they'd also have to write it 
all at once, right? They'd have to basically replace it. But I think the Bible was written in pieces. Like the ones, the one we have today was written in chunks. It was like a compilation of. Could they, maybe they, maybe split that up into traveling to different yeah, segments that, of time. Just assuming they know where it's written. Just for the basis right. of this movie making it interesting. They just travel to different places. You get them, get them moving along. I think that makes it help to make it work better. So what kind of things would they, re, what, what are you envisioning they, they redo? <laughs> My idea was they're like really smart science people, which typically means that they suck at writing. <laughs> so they travel back in time and then they don't know what to write. I mean, they find, <laughs> they find the original Bible and then they're at a loss of what to write and they write a really crappy new Bible. Like loosely based on... Like <laughs> instead of Jesus, it's like John Cena or something. It, they, yeah, they, I they mean, go in and they just make ridiculous. Th- this shit. would be my interpretation. Obviously, like if you want to think of something more radical, they could be smart and they could rewrite. They could like change well, what they feel are not problems. What they feel is problematic with the current Bible. But what what I envision is they're they're smart enough to find the original Bible but they're not good writers. And so they write a really crappy new Bible and that results in... Who would you put in charge of this movie? Who would you have direct this movie? What kind of tone would you would you be applying to this? Well, I just saw The Big Short okay. and I think Adam McKay, he also did the Anchorman films. I think he would be a good uh, director for a, this. A good fit. You know, I was thinking, what happened to the director of Donnie Darko? <laughs> Oh, uh, Rich, what's his name? Richard, what? Kelly. I mean, he was treated like the director, like Ryan Johnson, who's doing the next Star Wars film, episode and, and, eight. And then writing yeah. other ones. And meanwhile, this Richard Kelly, he was on, he was in the same trajectory and he just, he just vanished. Well, do you think, do you think he's just pissed? Because he probably would have got a Star Wars movie if you just shifted this stuff into a different, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, probably if you maybe could, he could have carried this into a star Wars movie because Rent Johnson, I mean, essentially is a, is a good parallel to him, but just now and in, in being in the right place at the right time and he gets star Wars out of it. Whereas, whereas Richard Kelly has gotten, he got, he got domino. Yeah. You know? Like he didn't, he, it's it's a it's a it's a what could have been because I mean you think like oh he'd be he'd be great for a, a Star Wars universe film right he'd probably be up for one of these jobs. Oh, he's probably steaming. He's mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so you know, obviously, I just pulled up his his uh, his IMDb page. And we did Southland Tales, which is an underrated rock film. Uh, Justin Timberlake is in that film too. There are. There's a that, lot that of film had a had a good cast. Yeah, no that 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 movie was fairly loaded. I remember not a whole lot about it. I might have to revisit that one. But yeah, I mean he's just gone dark. Yeah, he hasn't it's released just, anything just, this decade. He has not even released a movie, and and we are slowly creeping towards the. I mean we're halfway through over past, halfway through. Past, yeah, yeah he he would have got a he would have got a Star Wars movie out of that, and he didn't. One more story idea i was was watching scream queens this is like an old story idea that it is i'm I'm exhuming for this podcast Uh, i was watching scream queens and i was thinking what if a television show just in its like third season 
suddenly became like a slasher film and all, all the characters started getting killed off and one of the one of one of the cast members was the killer so the show and, the show isn't like that the first yeah, so it's like seasons. parks and recreation it's on for you know one two three seasons and then the fourth season everyone starts to die and suffer like horrific deaths so a little like a little di- a different vibe show than like nip tuck so when I was they... thinking, like Nip Tuck, Nip Tuck probably did it best in that it had its first season establishing the characters in the show, and then the second season there's a serial killer, and you wonder, oh, which character on the show is? Of course, it was it was not any of the characters we grew in here. But what if you did it with the, with the show where you knew all the characters, you were familiar with all of them, like there were, like suddenly um this season of ncis you know it's been on for a long time oh that'd be people, awesome yeah people are familiar with all these characters and suddenly they start all dying that would make me tune in to ncis for once just like a, a sudden turn because you know how's that show gonna wrap up why not just <laughs> why not just kill them all yeah this is like when, criminal when minds time. criminal minds can do it right just well, for the final season it's suddenly a slasher film a whodunit well, this, that, should, this should have been this should have been the final season of House. Just just kill just just knock them all. Off. All the doctors are dying, and and House can't figure it out. It's not it's not Lupus. That's not really in his wheelhouse to figure out the murder. Let's end with this. <laughs> Deadspin uh, published a list of penis injuries from 2015, taken from taken verbatim from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's Database of Emergency Room Visits. And I will read some. Patient's fiancé put her engagement ring on patient's penis. Ring stuck. How did she get the ring onto the penis? What kind of what size fingers this girl got? <laughs> it's either Using... really big or what? what's yeah. big here and what's small? So it's, it's either a bracelet these, or, yeah. These are the questions we think of here. Um... Using hand grasper to masturbate, and it got stuck at the base of the penis. Hand grasper. So I, I googled the hand grasper, and it looks like one of the things used to pick up trash. Oh, like the little, like like the extended hand thing. That yeah, that yeah. Comes. I mean, for, how do you use that to masturbate? This, how does it get stuck? This would be a lot funnier if it was one of those little T Rex heads <laughs> that you had when a little when you were a little kid that had the little mouth that moved with the little trigger. All right. Stuck a wire into penis. Okay. Whoa. And stuck a wire into penis and cut tip of penis open with scissors trying to remove it. Oh, that. Okay. That, that's cringy. Okay. Um, yeah. Intoxicated, aggressively dancing against a female partner. <laughs> I'm sorry. When felt a pop in his penis. So intoxicated, aggressive dancing. You just broke it just right there. You just broke it. Yeah. Eating bowl of chili that was boiling hot, spilled down chest onto genitals, didn't remove chili. <laughs> just let it sit there and just cook it. So I guess he was sitting like on a couch with the bowl on his chest. Yeah. Is or maybe it... he was just like sitting, maybe, you know, standing, and then the bowl spills down his chest onto the genitals. And But I like how they were spe- specific that he didn't remove it. Just remove the chili, yeah. Recipient of oral sex by female with lip piercing, open wound of penis. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably on every year's list. 
foreskin a penis got caught in zipper that's there's something about mary accidentally accidentally rolling out of bed and falling on his erect penis states immediately felt a pop and lost erection that's that <laughs> seems like that might be kind of common too going in house after taking off bathing suit closed door on penis instead of opening door he pulled penis out oh how does that happen how do you slam your penis into the door yeah well see a lot of these guys i got size questions here <laughs> I, th- I feel like the only way you... I'm trying not to envision too much. Yeah, but like, how do you slam your? How do you slam a door on your penis? I'm never it's... that close to a door yeah. when I close it. Like I'm, I'm away from it. So, I don't know. Placed a bottle opener on penis, thinking it would feel good. Been there a week. Been there for a week, and now it is necrotic. Oh wow. So you didn't think to go to the ER, like. That's got to get in the way of your day. I mean, how big is this bottle opener? If it's just like a, like a normal bar one, like that, how are you gonna? How, how does that even you, work? That's gonna be just jangling around in your, in your boxers, that on yeah. there. Now it's necrotic. States has spider bite on his penis, which he attributes to cleaning his deck in his boxers. These are just a lot of people who are ill prepared for the <laughs> event they're doing. <laughs> Walking along the rim of a dumpster and slipped, straddled the edge, contusion to penis. <laughs> I mean, that... I <laughs> Shoveling snow and handle of shovel hit him in genitals. I mean, would that just come back at you when you're shoveling really aggressive? I mean, these are some of these people. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> um, fireworks placed in genital area upside down, exploded abrasion testicle. I've seen these videos on YouTube. Sure, that one makes that, yeah. That seems pretty common. Got tip of penis caught in a hard sunglass case. <laughs> okay, like with, like on first, first, the, you, first you slam your door on it, and then you get it caught in a in a sunglass case. Well, just seeing if it'll fit in there. Like this is a nice case. If I need to to hide things, I think it was, it was like a, he was making like a a prison flashlight, right? Patient fell off monkey bars at school. He hit his genitals, then landed on his head on the ground. So is this like a child? Probably. Is it a child's yeah. injury? Yeah. Um, penis injury. Male was mowing his lawn when an unspecified object flew up from underneath the mower, cutting him. Yikes. Right in the dick? Through the pants? Yeah. Or is, this another <laughs> Actually, guy, is this another guy out there just doing yard work in his boxers? Accidentally struck by broken drill bit to testicles and then the last one I'm just, I skipped over some penile pain since awaking with erection three days ago and trying to push penis down to fit in underwear it must have hurt like he reported it right there's a lot of these things here where it's like there's there's some days that have gone by some necrosis <laughs> some like maybe a little late dealing with it look at these are the mean, kind of people who break their arm and is like I should probably go in now like, yeah, I mean, well, dick, also, it's, it's, it is a penis injury, and you don't, you know, some people might be feel uncomfortable going into a hospital. All right, that's it for this episode. You can find me at adamriff.com and on Twitter at adamriffs with an S at the end. And you can find me on Twitter at zombieologist. And you can also shoot us an email at backwashaudio at gmail.com. And I guess we'll see you around.
Walking down the street, it's your rock. 